We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the KCSN Draft Show. He's my favorite player in the draft. This dude right here, he's going to be one of those guys that I stand on the table If for. I could, I would trade up for this guy. This guy has a beat on an early My Guy stamp. Welcome back to another episode of the KCSN Draft Show. Uh, it is full-on draft season here for us. We're really excited. We're working uh, on the draft guide. We're working to give you a lot of great quality content at KC Sports Network, and we captured a ton of stuff that we'll be sharing with you throughout draft season uh, in the last couple weeks. So be on the lookout for that and getting a chance to you know do some sit-down interviews with some prospects. And today I want to you know give you guys a chance to hear from some local prospects, some local kids that are pursuing their dreams of becoming an NFL player. Um, we've you know got some some local kids here that either you know went to high school in KC, grew up in KC, played at a local school. So um, really excited for you, get, you guys to get a chance to, to listen to, to their stories. So let's just get started here with Skylar Thompson, the quarterback out of K-State. Got to sit down and spend a little time with him. All right, I am here with K-State quarterback Skylar Thompson. Skylar, thanks for spending some time with us today, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. So uh, this this draft process, obviously, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a job interview for you know a big opportunity to continue to pursue your career in football. What are the things that you're really wanting to show teams uh, this year uh, during the kind of just during this draft process? Yeah, I just I want to show um, that, you know, I, I know I play a lot of football and I've had a lot of experience. I've experienced everything you could think of um, as far as playing the quarterback position. And I just want to show a team that, that I'm ready for it. I'm ready for whatever you throw at me, whatever situation I'm in, whatever role I'm in, that I'm going to excel and do really well in it. And I've always dreamed of playing in the NFL. It's been my lifelong goal. And here I am, I have an opportunity to, to do it. And, you know, I have no, no idea what it's going to look like, but, you know, I'm going to continue just to focus on my day-to-day process. And whenever the opportunity comes, I'm going to be ready for it. So the feedback from NFL teams as you're kind of going through this process, what are the things that they're wanting to see from you? What are the things that they're wanting to see you improve on? Yeah, well, you know, a lot of, a lot of feedback that I'm getting is, you know, when I'm in interviews and stuff is they're, they're bringing up, film clips from the past season and quizzing how well I know my offense, how well do I remember the defenses that I'm getting, what was my read, what was the reason I made the decision I made, 
um, just how much I can recall from the the season. I think that's what I've been, you know, quizzed on the most. Um, and then just my overall just basic knowledge of of an offensive play, like my favorite play. Can you install it? What's it good against? What's it not good against? What what are you gonna do if it's you know you're getting blitzed? Like there's so many scenarios that they just throw at me, um, and just have to have answers for. But um, I think you know majority of what everybody wants to see me see me uh, do consistently consistently is just make big time throws. Yeah. You know I think my ability to extend plays, um, you know get out of the pocket. I've proven that I can run, but I've proven that I can stay in the pocket too and get to my checkdowns this year. I believe and. Um, you know, just the consistency aspect of making big time throws. I mean, it's, it's the NFL, you know, where you don't want to rely on your legs, but um, it's good to have that as a as an asset going into it. So, you know, I'm just I'm picking, you know, everybody's brain, trying to learn as much as possible, and the feedback that I'm getting, I'm I'm writing down and going to work on it um, this next month before the combine. So, what is your favorite play? Um, so, favorite play. That's tough. I have a lot of favorite ones, but. I'd probably say we call it um, gun right wide 60 combo F drive. Um, that's basically what I've been, you know, drawing up for teams. Um, it's a it's a play that we run a lot. It's very um, all purpose. It's good versus everything. And you have answers to everything. And yeah. it was one of our plays that that we ran a lot on, on third down, especially in, in based on the distance. It's just a good play. OK, so, um, you know, you, you, you dealt with some injury adversity in mm-hmm. K-State. How important was it for you to get back to your teammates? I mean, that was everything to me. I mean, truly, you know, being hurt and, and sitting out and being on the sidelines, not being involved physically with the team was, was very difficult, especially when we went through some, some hard times and I wasn't unable to do anything about it. And for me as the leader of the team and, you know, I just, I've always been a winner my entire life and to not be able to do anything about it really hurt me. So, you know, getting back, getting healthy, you know, still face some adversity this year with some injuries, but when I was out there, I was I was all in to win and give my very best effort, no matter what the situation was. And, you know, I think the the best thing, the most that, that I love about just playing at K-State is, is the tradition, the the fans, you know, the memories that you make. And it truly did that this this year. And it was a great way to go out finishing with a, a bull win over LSU. So uh, some of the guys that you, you, know, you maybe emulate, you watch, you pay attention to, who are some of those players in the NFL that you, you, know, you kind of try to emulate your game after? Yeah, um, you know, there, there's multiple guys. Uh, I feel like the league is kind of getting more towards an athletic quarterback that can run. Um, that's an athletic guy. Um, I really like watching Russell Wilson. Uh, I really like watching Dak Prescott. I feel like those two especially, um, you know, I'm comparable to their, their play style and the way that they play. But also just looking at offenses, you know, Ryan Tannehill, the way that they play on offense, um, I feel like it's very similar to what I'm used to at K-State. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, those guys that are true pro style under center, naked game, just controlling the sticks, getting first downs, controlling the game and putting your team in positions to win. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of good quarterback play. And I love watching football and just taking, you know, any piece of information or or skills that I think connect to me and then trying to apply it to my game. So you kind of, you know, you recruited into the area, you're from the area. Were you a Chiefs fan growing up? How did how did that work? Did you follow the Chiefs or, or did you follow somebody else? Yeah, so I grew up actually. I was a Bengals fan. I know that's probably not a good thing to say right now, <laughs> being from Kansas City. But um, I actually had a really good family friend that went to high school with my uncle Justin Smith. Okay, who went to Missouri, got drafted first round, yeah. played for the Bengals, got traded to the 49ers. So I I grew up a, a Bengals fan, 49ers fan because of him. He retired, and uh, yeah, I, would, I re- always rooting for the home team and and rooting on the Chiefs. So 
they're really fun to watch, especially on offense and, you know, do some crazy things on offense. So it's, it's really fun to watch. So it's, it's fun being a fan there and the tradition, everything. It's just, it's awesome. So, you know, let's say you get a call from an 816 number on draft weekend. It's the Chiefs. You know, they want to bring you, bring you home. What would that mean? Uh, it would be surreal. I mean, I'm just like trying to imagine that would be, be crazy. But, um, you know, especially just playing at home with, with all my family there and friends, you know, just being a hometown kid. It's, it's, uh, I'm completely aware of the, the tradition that in, in Kansas City and how much the Chiefs mean to the city. So being part of that organization, being able to play for a great coach like Andy Reid and, and an offense like that would, would be unbelievable. All right, that's K-State quarterback Skylar Thompson. Thank you so much for a little bit of time. Buddy. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yep. There was some positive feedback about Skylar Thompson, his high-character nature, the kind of football player and leader he has been at K-State. That should bode well for him as he's kind of continuing to pursue his, uh, you know, his dream of playing in the National Football League. Another kid pursuing his dream, Garrett Prince, the tight end out of UAB. Um, he, he's, he's a Shawnee Mission Northwest kid. We'll talk about that here in a second with him. Uh, his journey uh, through, you know, to, to UAB is pretty cool. And, and getting to hear him talk about the idea of being drafted by the Chiefs was pretty special. You don't want to miss that. So let's just jump into UAB tight end Garrett Prince. I'm here with UAB tight end Garrett Prince. But more importantly, I think I'm here with Shawnee Mission Northwest's Garrett Prince. And Garrett, I'm sorry, I, I said that you went to Mill Valley. I mixed you and Lucas Kroll's high schools up. I'm sorry, but I'm so excited to be talking to a local kid right now. Uh, super excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, man. So, um, you're, you know, you've been at UAB. Uh, you were at Butler County, is that right, beforehand? Yes, yes. So, And you, you're kind of a receiver there, right? Yep. yep. How do you think the, the receiver background has helped you develop as a tight end? Well, that's the thing is I, I've always been a good receiver, so when they moved me to tight end, it was never really – the receiving part of that wasn't an issue. It's always been the blocking for me, but I mean, me being a receiver has made me excel at the tight end position when it comes to receiving. Like I, I kind of separate myself when it comes to other tight ends. So who's the best quarterback that you've ever played with and why is it Ron Kopp? So it's, <laughs> it's, it's Ron Kopp because Ron Kopp, no matter what, would, would let me make a play when a play needed to be made. And uh, I appreciate him for that. And uh, yeah, definitely Ron Kopp. So we used to, we used to write with Ron. Yeah. So that's where we yeah. were. We were at Arrowhead probably back in the day. So that's yeah. funny. So that's just, just the craziest connections, man. So when you're not, you know, when you're not home, when you're not in KC, what are the things that you miss the most? Um, I miss my family, obviously my friends. I mean, th those, I, you can't, you can't imitate that anywhere else. Like mm -hmm. I, I love the people in Kansas, to be honest with you. I've been a lot of other places and it just seems to every time the people in Kansas are just better in my opinion. <laughs> um, I miss, um, Kansas city barbecue. Mm -hmm. I miss being in Kansas city. Like I just, I like this place itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really, I, I miss a lot of things about home. I get homesick a lot to sure. be honest with you. But yeah. I'm, yeah, really, my friends and my family and the food for sure. Do you get home? Do you get home relatively often, or have you Honestly, been back in a while? Not too much. Sure. I, I really stay in uh, Alabama a lot. We don't really have too much free time. I mean, I might come home for a week or two in the winter after the season, but yeah, most of the time I'm in Alabama. It's been a while. So, did you grow up a Chiefs fan? Yeah, huge Chiefs fan. Always a Chiefs fan. Was it gonna be one forever? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, what, what, you know, what's it been like? Because if you, you know, you've been a lifelong Chiefs fan to see the success, you know, they, we've been through a lot as Chiefs fans in our lives. What's it been like to kind of see the success this team has had in recent memory? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, ever since I was a little kid, you know, the Chiefs have struggled. We struggled, we struggled, and now we have this team, and it's just incredible to see what they're doing and how quickly they changed it, the coach, everything. I mean, I think the Chiefs, they bring a lot to the city. I mean, 
we went through as Kansas City fans, we went through a lot of hard times. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs doing what they're doing, it just it's big. I want to say like I'm I'm proud of the Chiefs. I mean, I know everyone's hurt that we lost last night, but I'm proud of them. I think they had a great season. I think they're going to come back harder next year. So uh, okay, so let's just talk a little bit about your game. Um, it's really been fun to watch you. Like you get on, you get on DBs, you get on you know defenders quick with your speed, with your vertical speed. You're very sudden. Uh, you're a problem when you're getting down the field. What are the things that you're really wanting to work on uh, throughout this draft process, though? Yeah, it's uh, lower body strength and blocking. Just staying low and blocking. If I can bring my game along as a blocker, I can become a much more complete tight end. So I, I really think that I need to focus on just getting stronger, playing lower, and being able to block people at the next level. What's your favorite route to run? A go ball, a fade, any type of vertical. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. Uh, I was, uh, let's uh, okay. Let's go. Let's go with this. I want to know the uh, the toughest guy you've lined up against, the toughest guard, uh, you know, that you've had to deal with. Someone, someone that's really been, you know, that's challenged you, trying to defend you, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. I mean, so this year we played Georgia, and you know they have <laughs> they have some cats. Out they're all right. As, they're all right. They're, they're they're okay. Um. I would say Nicobe Dean was somebody who really I kind of it, it took me back a little bit because I was like. Yeah, I mean, this is what it looks like at the next level one, and then two, uh, his speed was incredible. I mean, just across the board, they, Georgia across the board, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to them. They're, they were they a very good team this year. They won the Natty for a reason, yeah, man. It's, it's kind of hard to compare anybody else to them when yeah. it comes down to that. All right, so feedback from NFL teams. What's the kind of stuff that, you know, you're hearing from teams? You know, you kind of outlined some stuff that you want to work on. What are the things that you're hearing from, you know, feedback from NFL teams about what they want you to develop? Yeah, it's uh, it's 100% comes into my blocking game. I mean, okay. they want to see me become more of a complete blocker. I, I can I can cut some things off backside, but the lead the lead blocking and stuff I'm having some issues with. So they just want to see that game progress because I think they see me do stuff with the ball in my hand. They see me make catches. They say I can catch the ball. I just think they want to see me become more of a complete player. Yeah, I was kind of noticed a little bit. It seems like you kind of been running that little whip route, little little, little under route. They kind of whipping back yeah, out into yeah. the flat. Um, you know, what, 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 what's the technique there? What are the things that you're really trying to focus on to try to, you know, get a, a good br- outbreaking route after kind of selling inside? Yeah, so it's, it's fast into the break and then getting low, chopping your feet, not too many times, but staying low, keeping your hips low, and then just transitioning your weight from one side to the next and then uh, exploding out of it. Okay, so, all right, this is the last question I'm going to ask you. And, you know, it's really cool talking to a KC kid. You get a call from an 816 number, it's the Chiefs. They're calling you. They're going to draft you. What would that moment be like for you? I, I, it would be unexplainable. I mean, I, I think I would be starstruck almost a little bit. I think I, it's, it would be a dream come true. I wouldn't even I, – I, I would be almost speechless how I'm speechless right now. I think I would just be <laughs> stuttering. I think everyone would be excited, and I just wouldn't even know how to feel about it. But it would just be a dream come true. That's awesome. Garrett, I'm rooting for you, man. You know, especially there's, – there's extra – there's probably extra here because you're a KC kid. It's really awesome to see – It's fun to talk to a fellow Chiefs fan, and best of luck throughout this draft process. Thank you so much. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was fun getting to see the emotion on Garrett Prince's face at the idea of becoming a Kansas City Chief. You know, I think it kind of shows in the audio version of that interview, but just sitting down and talking with him, you know, his face lit up at the idea of getting to come home and and play in front of, you know, his home crowd. Uh, I'm rooting for him. Really, uh, really have enjoyed, you know, getting to getting to know him a little bit. And, uh, you know, he's he's an interesting guy. He's an F move tight end. You know, he's not your traditional Y. And he talked a little bit about, you know, how he needs to develop as a blocker. Um, But he's got, you know, a a unique skill set. I'm curious what he, you know, he's able to test at at his pro day. Um, I I think he'll he'll run a a really good time. And, you know, he's got that receiver background that's very valuable um, as he's, you know, continuing to grow and build. Uh, as a as a as a potential NFL player, there's another potential NFL player that we got to talk to. Tyrese Robinson out of Oklahoma grew up in Kansas City. He played at Oklahoma. He got to play with Creed Humphrey. He has a relationship with Trey Smith, uh, the guard uh, for the Chiefs, and it was really cool to get to talk to him. So you know, we 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 talked about growing up in KC. We talked about Creed Humphrey. We talked about Trey Smith and all kinds of other stuff with Tyrese Robinson, the interior offensive lineman out of Oklahoma. Uh, here with Tyrese Robinson, interior offensive lineman from Oklahoma. I Man, it's it, I, you were listening to you talk a little bit earlier. It sounds like you were born in Kansas City. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was born in Kansas City. So, like, how long did you stay in Kansas City? How long were you there for? I stayed in Kansas City until I was in the fifth grade, and then I moved. Okay, so what part of the area, or like what part of the city were you? Independence, and then I had family in Blue Ridge, and I went to Derek Thomas after the famous NFL player. Yeah, I went to a uh, famous chief player. I went to his uh, academy, that academy. That's crazy, man. So you kind of have some ties to the city. You kind of have some ties to the area. I still got a little family that still lives there, but really all my family kind of moved to Texas, uh, around McKinney area, uh, Paris, Texas. Uh, and stuff like that so so do you stay in touch with the Chiefs at all are you kind of following them a little bit is that one of the teams you kind of yeah. you just keep tabs on I, I keep tabs on all like I just like to support the people that I watched and I played with at Oklahoma so I keep tabs on really much everybody just uh whether it's um the Cowboys with CD or, or Jalen with the, with the Eagles and Trey with the 49ers or Creed you know it's so many of them so so I really just keep tabs on everybody so Okay, so you have a lot of experience playing at Oklahoma. You start a lot of games. How do you think that you know that experience, that you know that valuable amount of time and amount of reps that you've got is going to help you translate to the next level? Right, uh, just being there, like I said, uh, just being around the guys that I was around, 
I mean, that's a lot. Um, and the reps I took there, just um, – and also a big factor of that is my position coach, Bill Biedenbo. He's such a head of his game, and he's just like football, football, football. And and he's he's a great coach. I feel like that's like – he has like his NFL mentality where he makes us learn the coverages, formations, fronts, everything, what the back's doing, what the backfield action is like. And I feel like that's a, that's a big factor for us. And just speaking to like the guys that left before me, just telling them like they'll be like, hey, we are ahead of the game more than any other offensive lineman that go through this process just because of Coach B and, uh, and, and playing at Oklahoma. So I feel like that's a big uh, – it'll be a big factor for me moving on and transition to the league. Just being out here too, like most of the stuff that I'm learning I already knew just because of Coach B So and that experience that I had at Oklahoma. Okay, so what are some of the things that you're really focusing on through this draft process? You know, you've got this, this, these months of build up as you're kind of working to try to, um, you, know, you know, show teams what you're made of and show, you know, show best. What are the things that you're really focusing on, on and making teams know about you and, and the things you're trying to improve? Um, I feel like the main focus I've been trying to focus on is uh, playing with a lower center gallery, um, with my feet, working on my feet, of course, that can always get better. Uh, hand placement, uh, explosive in my hips, uh, just really improving in the run game, uh, just with uh, playing low, playing low all the time, the bend, uh, explosiveness in the hips when I come in out, my first step and footwork and stuff like that. And I feel like pass game is like my, my, my go-to, but it's also stuff I can critique in there, whether it's um, setting, not setting too far, uh, hand placement, and, and just, just finishing. Okay, so who's the toughest guy that you've went up against in your uh, in your collegiate career? Who's the, th the toughest toughest matchup you had? Uh, I'll say my red shirt uh, sophomore year was my first year starting. Um, I wasn't physically ready. I mean, I, I was ready, but I wasn't the strongest. Uh, my my technique was sloppy still, um, and it was uh, Peach Bowl uh, against LSU. Tyler Shelvin, uh, he was a bigger guy. You know, he was strong, physical, and. I was sloppy with my technique, and with guys like that, you can't be sloppy with your technique. So I feel like he gave me trouble, but really just just the guys I played against in practice, really just, I mean, them they were, they were the toughest guys I blocked to, so so really just that. All right, let's say it's it's April, uh, it's it's draft weekend, and you get a call from an 816 number, and, and the Chiefs are calling you, and they want you to come home and be a Chief. What what would that kind of feeling be like? What was the what would the emotions be if you got picked by the Chiefs? And, I mean, I mean, you get to play with Creed, too. I mean, just being there with Creed and Orlando, and I know Trey Smith as well. Just I feel like it would be like, like easier for me, like the process, just being around those guys that I already know, because they gonna make sure I'm all right. And just really, just it'll be it'll be a great honor, because I I don't really go back to Kansas City that much, and just being back there, and and I know my family, my aunt, she's a big Kansas City Chiefs fan, and I I got an uncle that stays there. I know they'll be crazy if that happens. So so it'll be a good opportunity. What's uh What's your connection with Trey Smith? How do you know him? Uh, the Under Armour game, um, in high school, we uh we was hanging out there. Uh, we keep in touch. Here. Well, we don't really talk. We're like we're mutual friends, you know. We just if I see him, you know, we chat. But awesome. Well, Tyrese, I appreciate your time. Best of luck throughout this draft process. Looking forward to watching you. And 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 honestly, best of luck to you this 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 whole process, my friend. Tyrese Robinson appeared in forty three games. For Oklahoma he started 38 of them uh, including 25 alongside Creed Humphrey so you know he's got some familiarity with with some Chiefs players he had some you know he had some familiarity with Orlando Brown like he kind of had mentioned too uh, so you know some ties to the Chiefs offensive line very strong ties to the Chiefs offensive line 
Uh, and that experience at, at a power five level is really hard to replicate. So this guy's coming in with a lot of experience, some versatility that he played a lot, a lot you know, a few different positions. Um, he's an interesting prospect. I think he's a strong day three candidate. Uh, and maybe even for the Chiefs, especially, you know, since the transition would be very easy for him with all the connections that he's got here in Kansas City. One more local kid that we've had a chance to interview, Lucas Kroll, tight end out of Pittsburgh. He's got an interesting story, started as a baseball player. We kind of go into that a little bit. Um, a Mill Valley product. Uh, so another local high school kid. Got to talk to him about growing up in Kansas City. Got to talk to him about a lot of other different stuff. Here's our conversation with Lucas Kroll. All right, I'm really excited to be talking today to Lucas Kroll, tight end out of Pittsburgh, a local kid. He went to Mill Valley High School. Lucas, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Happy to be here. So uh, do you get back to Kansas City very often? Is that where you've been at home? Is that, is that where your home has been in the summer, or have you been back in a, in a little bit? Yeah, I know ever since, you know, college uh, college started, you know, I don't, don't get to go home often. So uh, when I do, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, it's exciting to get home and, and you know, see all the changes because, you know, it seems like it's something new every time I get back to KC. And, uh, yeah, just always great to be around the friends and family back home when I can. Kind of feels like the Mahomes factor in KC. Things are just changing a lot, you know. Like, I mean, it feels like even, like, high school football is kind of getting a little crazy because of that so what do you miss most about KC when you're not uh when you're not home definitely just the friends and family you know being around all the hometown guys um you know obviously you know I get on the phone with them every day but you know it's not the same just being able to you know hang out with them you know go out and you know get a beer or uh you know watch some games or do something you know or you know I got a house on the lake of the Ozark so getting down on the water is always the best time in the summer when I can so you kind of had a unique story because you actually started out as a baseball player right yeah, I did. Yeah, out of high school, I played baseball first, and uh, you know, it wasn't you know where my heart was at. Um, you know, I was doing it. A lot of it was you know being young, immature, and you know, you know, you know, I blew up in a real early sophomore year of high school. You know, committed to Arkansas, and you know, I thought that's what I wanted to do because everyone told me you know how great I was at it. Um, but you know, really wasn't where my heart was at. So you know, I gave it a run uh, and ended up going to junior college and getting drafted by the San Francisco Giants. But you know, turned that down because I was you know missing the gridiron, missing football. And, uh, you know, I was blessed with a lot of opportunities and ultimately picked Florida. And then uh, from there, you know, had a great couple of years there. And then Pittsburgh was, you know, dream come true. Okay, so, you know, that's it's a fun story to kind of see, you know, how you found you were able to get back, you know, into, into what you love. And uh, what did you miss most about football when, when you weren't playing, when you were kind of pursuing baseball? Jeff, definitely just, you know, the brotherhood. You know, that's something that, you know, people that don't play don't fully understand, you know, um, you know, going out there with a group of guys that, you know, you do blood, sweat and tears, uh, you know, 24-7, you know, seven days a week, you know, off-season training, practices, whatever it may be, you know, meetings, workouts. And, uh, you know, it's something that, you know, you take for granted when, you know, you're away from that. And, uh, you know, that's something that I've always valued and, and I love about the game, you know, and, and winning and, um, you know, just that competitive, you know, love that I have for this game. And it's something, you know, you can't get in any other sport. So what are you wanting to prove to teams throughout this draft process? Obviously, you're getting a chance to kind of make some strides and show some, you know, growth because, you know, you're getting to be full, you're getting to be a full-time football player now because you know, you're out of college and all that stuff. So what have been the points of emphasis for you as you're developing through the draft process? And what are you trying to show NFL teams? Yeah, definitely just, uh, you know, obviously just showing them I'm improving, you know, ever since, you know, the last game, you know, I've gotten better. Um, and, you know, just showing my, you know, skills that I've had and, and I've been doing so well, you know, making plays with the ball and then, you know, getting inside in the trenches and blocking my ass off. So, or I'm sorry, uh, you know, blocking my butt off. So, uh, you know, um, anyways, yeah. So um, just, you know, every day just competing, you know, working as hard as I can and uh, making plays every time I can. Okay. So um, 
who's the toughest guy that you've lined up? Who's the toughest guy that's tried to guard you uh, in your time in college? Man, uh, toughest, I'd say guard me. Oh, man, that's a good question. See, one-on-one, um, you know, I'd probably even go back to my Florida days, you know, going against, like, C.J. Henderson, you know, and, you know, ninth overall to the Jaguars on my own team. Um, but, you know, probably at Pitt um, and the ACC, um, I've always said, you know, the best player I, you know, kind of went against was Skalski from Clemson and that D-line that they had there. Um, you know, they had a, you know, phenomenal, you know, defensive, you know, whole set. But uh, the D-line, you know, was, you know, the best that we'd seen all year. Um, you know, gave us a great run for our game. But, you know, ultimately we came out, with top, uh, you know, came out on top. Um, and, you know, it was a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, definitely I, th I say, you know, Skalski and what he can do for that defense and all the different things that they did. Uh, you know, he's, you know, a tremendous uh, mind and a really tough player. All right, tight ends do it all, so you got to block guys too. So who's the toughest guy you had to try to block? Yeah, um, and that's another thing. You know, I'd even go back to my Florida days, and uh, you know, Derek, um, Derek Brown from uh, Auburn. You know, he came outside and played a little, uh, little D end against me, and I was, uh, you know, having to grit down on my uh, mouthpiece a little harder for that one. Uh, now he's a big man, real strong, so. Um, definitely, you know, SEC ball, I'd say had the, you know, the best DNs and then, you know, uh, 98 from Clemson, uh, you know, that guy, you know, he's real long, real lengthy, a lot of power. Um, so. So we talked to Eric Galco about you a little bit on one of our podcasts uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, earlier in the year. Uh, and, um, one of the things he kind of talked about is you had a really good relationship with Kenny Pickett. Um, can you talk a little bit about that relationship uh, that you had with your quarterback? Yeah, man, Kenny, you know, when I got to Pitt, uh, you know, he was my, you know, official host. Um, you know, when I got there, you know, we just kind of clicked right away. And, you know, we both have, you know, a lot of similar, um, you know, interests in things. And, uh, you know, end of the day, we both love football. And, um, you know, he's one of my best friends at Pitt. And, you know, com you know, complete competitor, you know, the ultimate captain, the ultimate quarterback you know you never see I've never seen a team you know react the way we do you know with him um, leading the team and uh, it's like a head coach almost you know he talks everyone shuts up and listens and uh, you know he's so accountable for his actions and you know ours as well and so um, you know he's just you know a phenomenal person and I can't say enough great things about him and I can't wait to see his future. All right let's say it's draft weekend and you get a call from an 816 number and the Chiefs are calling to bring you home what would the motions be like getting to come back and play for your hometown team? Oh, it'd be so surreal, you know, being able to, you know, come back to Kansas City, that'd be like a dream come true. Um, obviously, I think any anyone calling my, uh, you know, my number um, on draft day is going to be a dream come true, just getting the opportunity to, you know, go to that next level and, and do the thing I love, uh, which is playing football. And uh, But, you know, man, if that gets to come home to Kansas City and the community that, you know, I have there, um, whether it's, you know, from high school or, you know, anywhere really, um, it's going to be, you know, something special. All right, Lucas Krull tied in for Pitt. Thank you, man. It was really fun to hear from some kids with some local ties and hearing their passion about the Chiefs, about this you know area, uh, it was really special to get to sit down and talk with some of these guys. I'm I'm definitely a fan. Definitely going to be rooting for them through this draft process. And and who knows? Maybe we'll get a few of these kids winding up in Kansas City. I know it'd be special for for all of them. Kind of you can kind of hear the way they talked about it. That is it for this episode of the KCSN Draft Show. Really appreciate you listening. Be sure to check everything that's going on on KC Sports Network, whether it's you know the YouTube channel, whether it's the podcast, whether it's the Substack. We're going to have so much off-season content uh, ready for you, breaking down you know the roster building of this team as they look to pursue uh, another Super Bowl and get back on track to where you know we all expect them to be. Expectations have changed in KC, and that's a good thing. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you later.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.